I'm super excited for this weekend. Uh, it, it's an absolute honor uh, for the Kraft family, Patriots organization and coach to even allow this to happen. Uh, I've had so many great memories here. Uh, and it'll be kind of cool. It'll be very cool to, to see the fans. You, you forget that with last year, how important and, and how electric and energizing the fans bring the stadium. So it's going to be, I mean, my last game, we didn't play in front of anyone really. So it, it's going to be a fun experience and I'm looking forward for my little girl, my family to be there to see it and uh, couldn't be any more thankful from the team and the organization, the Kraft family. We're going to open up for questions. We're going to start with Joe Kayata, followed by Alan Siegel. Hey, Julian, how you been, man? I've been well. How you been? Good, good. Just wondering your thoughts about being away, watching this team from afar, and what are your thoughts on the team? And you kind of wish you had one more year left to play with uh, Mac? Well, I, I think I think my thoughts are uh, that the team's looking pretty good, honestly, uh, for, for the amount of new players that they have uh, and – and for the free agents that they signed to be performing and producing and, and Mac seeing his progression each and every week, you know, he's, he's been playing pretty well. I mean, I know he hasn't lit up the scoreboard and all that, but like you can see that baby steps are progressing and, and I, I'm excited for uh, the coaches and the team this year to just kind of keep that going, that improvement and, and, see what he really made of, you know, he's thus far, he's been looking good. There's going to be some bumps in those roads, but we'll see how he reacts. And I like his demeanor and I think he's a stud and I'm looking forward to uh, seeing him this week in Thanks, person. Bro. Appreciate it. Next question, Alan Siegel, followed by Ian Steele. Hi, Jules. How you doing? I'm well. How you doing? Okay, guy. Got a couple of questions about Sunday. Uh, first off, if you, prepared remarks and do you expect to be emotional on Sunday? I haven't prepared remarks, uh, emotional. I mean, it's definitely going to hit, hit my soul. You know, it'll be the first time I see, uh, you know, the guys that I did play with and not playing with them and a lot, you know, coaches and, and guys behind the scenes. And I really haven't seen anyone. Uh, so it's going to be, uh, it's, it's going to be interesting. I don't know really what to expect. Uh, I'm an emotional guy. We'll see if, you know, I can hold it up, but I am, I'm excited to see the fans. Like I said before, I mean, last year was just so funky, you know, and, and especially not playing and get hurt and not, you know, I don't know. So I'm excited. And very quickly, you have a trademark uh, when you were playing, what just before the game when you come on the field to run down the sideline, go to the end zone and, you know, raise your fist and everything. Thinking about doing that one last time at all Sunday? We'll see if the knee allows me. We'll see. You know, we always, we always keep a couple of tricks up the sleeve, but I don't know with, you know, with, with the protocols and everything, if it'll be, you know, able to do it or anything like that. So we'll see. We'll see. Thanks, Jules. No problem. Next question, Ian Steele, followed by Love and Reed. Hey, Julian, how you doing? I'm good. How are you doing? Good, good. How's the family and everybody? Everyone's good. Uh, you know, uh, a little girl's growing up. She's getting big. Uh, I'm excited to have her come to the game and enjoy that. My, my parents are doing well. My sister's about to get married. My brother and his 
three daughters and wife are doing well. I mean, can't complain. Everyone's healthy. Good. That might lead into the main question that I have. Just since it's the first time we've spoken to you since the announcement, what led to the decision to retire? Was it family time? Was it the knee that you mentioned? Just what led to this decision? Uh, I think it, it was, you know, my body, honestly, uh, just my knee wasn't feeling great. And it was like, when it, when it becomes a grind to get through practice and, uh, the energy output that you put into like you're preparing is at a standard and you have to go above that. But the output you're getting from the energy that you're putting into it, all the training, the hours of body work, the yoga, the stretching that, you know, for the, uh, the, the output that I was getting, I, I wasn't satisfied with that. That wasn't going to be enough for me. You know, you look at a guy that you've been, and I have too much respect for the game. I don't look like an old guy out there, which I felt that was starting to happen. And, you know, that's, that's what this game's about. It's a father time uh, is undefeated and uh, it gets guys differently. And, it, you know, it started to get me and, you know, it's, it's time for other people. And I, it was a hell of a ride though. It was fun. It was unbelievable. Appreciate that. Thanks, Julian. Yep. Next question, Levin Reed, followed by Dakota Randall. Hey, Julian, thanks for doing this. And by the way, love watching you on your show. It's, it's Thank you. You're, you cut me. To you to see that transfer. Hello, are you there? So, uh, my question, yeah, I got you. Okay, what's up, Bob? I can hear you. My, my question is this. We got a chance to talk to Matthew Slater, and he talked about the time that you guys were spending together, living together, and how he would never change it for the world. Just your thoughts also. Yeah, I wouldn't change. I would actually, you know, would have kept it for five or six years. Uh, you know, that was some of the best times of um, my career in New England. Um, and to be able to live with Matthew and to share those years with him, you know, I honestly feel that I wouldn't be where I'm at if I didn't have Matthew in my life. Just uh, watching him as a know a young professional at that time as a family member that time as a man off the field that time you know he was a great role model for me and, and the love that he uh the love that just shined off of him because it's a grind you know we were two young guys on the fence and he, he's a special teamer we're over here you know, we're both teamers and it was during a young time where you'd come home and it was like great to come home to Slate because then we'd have like our, you know, like we'd have like eggnog talk time and like state of the unions and all these awesome conversations. And it helped me get through tough times. And, you know, like, like I agree with Matthew, I would never change it for anything. I love him. He's a brother. I love his family. And uh, it was incredible to have that, that time together. Thank you. Dakota Randall, followed by Mark Daniels. Hey, Julian. Uh, I know I'm looking a little bit ahead, but are you going to be in town for the Bucks game? And either way, how much are you looking forward to that game? Just your general thoughts on it. Uh, I don't know yet. I mean, we'll see with how work is going. You know, everything's about the job now. You know, I know I'm in media, but I want to see how I pre prepare and perform on that, that week's show. So, uh I'm certainly excited to see the team this week. 
I mean, obviously, it's an exciting thing to see Tom come back to Foxborough. It's, it's going to be electric, but I'm looking forward for this week. I'll see how they do against New Orleans, and you know, I'll, I'll think about that uh, after this. It's, you know, it's going to be a crazy week, though. I'm not going to lie. Next question, Mark Daniels, followed by Chelsea McDonald. Hey, Julian. Hope, hope all is well. Um, not to make everything about Tom Brady, um, but is it is it weird? Do you think that's going to be weird to watch him playing against the Patriots? How, how strange is that going to be for you? Yeah, I mean, it's definitely going to be weird. You know, it's it's like going to like a family barbecue or like a like a basketball event, and both like you're you're the step kid or you're like the kid who has divorced parents and your mom and dad are there and like you, you don't know how to react are they gonna fight are they not gonna fight so it, it's gonna be a it's gonna be interesting but i'm excited it's gonna be you know who's not excited for it it's gonna be an exciting game do you struggle on who to root for are you hoping for like a high scoring affair like tom does well but then the pats win like where, where does your allegiance lie foxborough man you know, I, I hope Tom, Tom. I hope Tom does great. I hope everyone stays healthy. I hope Gronk does great. But you know, I hope like it's just a high-scoring battle, and maybe little Mac comes out. Who knows? But we'll see. Awesome. Thanks, Julian. Nice talking to you. Next question, Chelsea McDonald. Chelsea, you're muted still. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, that was my question too, Julian. Just how excited are you to see Tom Brady? And do you have a team that you're going to root for? I mean, you showed your your devotion and your dedication to the Patriots for 12 seasons, but we also know how close you were to Tom Brady. You guys are best friends. So who do you want to win? I mean, I just answered that. You know, it's, it's, uh, I want the Patriots to win, but also, you know, I want them to do well. Gronk and Tom, so we'll see. You know, that's that's. I'm in the media now. I'm, I'm an analyst. I can't be. I can't be taking sides right now. This is like, you know what I mean? This is, I for the integrity of the art of an analyst. You know, I'm gonna have to take the fifth on that one actually because I gotta see how they both perform, and then I will break it down afterwards and give my opinions. And you see that misdirection? That's a counter. We'll go Henry McKenna next, followed by Maury Hirschborden. Hey, Julian. Um, so I'm curious whether you feel like there was a play during your career that kind of like summed up your career or, or even just a favorite play um, that you really, that stands out to you most. My favorite play was that third and 14 and 14 Super Bowl uh, where Kim Chancellor took my head off. Uh, in the middle of the field, and I tried to get up and run. I think it just, you know, it, it's kind of, I remember as a kid, you know, you always, my brother talking about, oh, this guy can get, make the catch, take the hit, tough football player, my dad. And uh, that, that was kind of something I took to heart, being the guy that could take that hit. And, and you know, especially from the great player, you know, Cam Chancellor was, and, and, and that, the whole aura of the Legion of Boom, that was, you know, that was, that was a fun, that was a play that was kind of like a little microcosm of my career uh, that I tried to, you know, tried to uphold, you know, and, you know, so that, that was, that was my favorite play. Thank you very much. Yep.
Uh, next question, Henry McKenna. Oh, sorry. Uh, uh, Maury Hirsch-Gordon, followed by Zach Cobb. Julian, Happy New Year, first and foremost. Happy New Year. You too. Um, now that you've kind of had some time to look back and reflect on your career, what comes to mind as a whole? Where you were drafted, how you've grinded to make a name for yourself and win rings and, and hang banners here? Uh, it, it, it's kind of broken down into like two little careers. You know, I, I, I think about, you know, the grind of, of my rookie year and, and being a seventh round draft pick and really uh, having to like put your all that you've ever, ever had into something to try to make a team and try to earn a spot. And, and those four years, those are difficult years or four and four and a half, five years that, you know, it's just, it was a mental crazy grind. And like, you look, I look back and say, man, you had to be mentally tough to do that with everything. And then, you know, that transition into, you know, waiting your opportunity and getting your opportunity to play in receiver and, you know, I, how that went and, and with all the games we won. And then I think about a lot of times, you know, the years you get hurt or like the years you didn't win, what you could have done. I mean, obviously you think about the wins, but, uh, you know, it, it's been, uh, it's been crazy to, to actually think about it. And, I really haven't reflected like that crazy on it quite, quite yet. Um, Cause you know, you, you just transition into putting your energy into other things and you know, that's, that's where I'm at, but it's definitely, I've definitely thought about that, that, that original grind, you know, which was like the foundation of my career that, you know, I had to work so hard to make that. And then once I, you know, got, you know, earned a role and, and earned an opportunity or got an opportunity keeping that mindset and, and keeping that forward and the relationships that you got through the, the years and, and the people you learn from through the years on, on everything, football, life. Um, you know, those are the, those are the, those are the thoughts that come up. You know what I mean? You gain so much from the game. You know, it's every football guy's like, uh, yeah, football is microcosm of life, you know, which it kind of is. So, you know, still going to reflect. Next question, Zach Cox, followed by Evan Lazar. Hey, Julian. Um, talking with Jacoby Myers, um, especially this season, he, he's talked about how big of an influence you were on him. Um, kind of coming up as a pro now that he's basically the longest tenured guy in that receiver room, just what, what, what did you see from him in his development, I guess? And, and where do you, where do you kind of see him right now as sort of the, uh, the leader of this receiver group? I'm excited for Jacoby. He's really like grown to like heights that I knew he could get to. And he's continually working at that. And, uh, you know, when Jacoby first got there, you, you saw that he had an ability. He had a shiftiness. He's a great, he was like a natural great route runner, great with the ball in his hands. A lot of what he had to work on was the mental part of the game, you know, the confidence. And to see him right now gaining confidence 
and, and becoming the player he is, blocking well, going out there, doing, you know, the dirty things that you have to do as guys in that spot uh, have had to done for years in this type of offense. You know, I, I'm super proud of him and I'm so happy for him. And I hope he continues to keep on finding his groove. And, uh, you know, that's what I would always tell him. You know, you don't do it like me. Don't do it like Wes. Don't do it like Troy. You know, you're going to learn from things, but put it in your way. And and he's doing, he's certainly doing that. And, you know, I, I continue to look forward to watch him develop because he's got a lot more, lot, lot, lot more to go. You know, he's got a long way to go. Next question, Ev Lazar, followed by Alex Barth. Hey, Julian, obviously Troy and, and Gerard are on the staff now, but we've also seen former players come back and, and just hang out at practice and stuff like that. And I was just wondering if that's something you could see yourself doing and, and coming back and, and just kind of hanging out at practice or even coaching someday. Uh, Coming back to practice, I mean, yeah, when I'm in town, it's just been, you know, it's a tricky year, you know, with protocols, this, that, and, um, you know, and uh, with me and, you know, you get out of the, the, out of the game, my little girl lives in LA, I'm going to LA, I got to see her and, and see her grow up as much as I can, because, you know, when you're playing football, you don't get these kind of those, that, those hours, and, um, you know, so, but I, I mean, in the near future, definitely, I'm going to go back and check on the guys when it's appropriate. And, and, uh, you know, I just, it hasn't been an appropriate time as of now. And as of late, just with logistics, you know what I mean? Yeah, got it. Thank you. If I'm welcome. Next if question, I'm Alex Barth, followed by Rosie Langell. Looks like we lost Alex. Rosie, you're up. Hey, can you hear me now? Oh. Oh. Hello. Okay, go hey. ahead. Sorry about that. Um, hey, Julian, I'm just wondering how you're liking doing TV and maybe kind of what's what's hit you about it that maybe you didn't expect. I'm liking it. You know, uh, inside the NFL on streaming on Paramount Plus is, you know, it's it's a cool transition for an athlete because when you get in there with your other co-hosts, you know, Brandon Marshall, Ray Lewis, JB, Mr. Sims, like you kind of have a little locker room environment that, you know, and that's what you really miss when, when you leave the game. So it, it helps fill a void with that and, and all the people that work in the studio and the producers, like it's like a complete team. It's like the same thing as, as if you're playing in a team because you get your team, the, the team guys, and then you got like the training staff and then you got like the equipment guys and then you have the coaches, like you have the producers, you got the guys that are doing the set and like the, the camaraderie has been awesome. I've enjoyed that. Um, you know, it's, it's also a work in progress because, you know, my respect level for all you guys now being part of the media has gone through the roof. Um, just, with how to, you know, when the lights shine, you gotta, you gotta go and put your point on there. So uh, it, it's fun. I've enjoyed it. Uh, and, but like in football, not like I'm trying to like, you, you have self-competition. I need to get better at this. I need to get better at this. I'm not doing it, keeping it tight. I need to bring it back to, you know, a, an experience and give me some numbers and like, 
trying to get the fundamentals of actual being an actual analyst. And so it's, it's been fun and it's been tying my brain up, you know, and then also having, uh, you know, the production company coast productions were in developments with two shows. Uh, I don't know if I could say it, but, uh, you know, a docu-series and a, and a doc, a scripted comedy. So, you know, I don't know, I don't know if I'm supposed to say that, but you know, they got a bunch of things going on and then, you know, hanging out with the fam is awesome. You know, on a Tuesday, like right now, it's like, I've never really done that since I was eight. So that's fun too. Nice. Thank you. Yeah. Rosie, you're next, followed by Nora Princiati. Hey, Julian, that was, uh, that was my question. Um, just being on the TV side of things, what is the toughest part of the job and how long do you see yourself in that role? Um, I would start off, I don't know how long I'm going to be doing this. I mean, I love doing it and it, you know, I'm, I'm not the kind of guy to look into the future. As you guys remember, as I used to say, you know, I got my plate right now and like, let's develop this thing and, and keep it going. I, lo I love doing it. It's very fun. Uh, the toughest thing, honestly, for me is names. The names are hard. I know the AF I know the AFC East. I know AFC contenders. But other than that, you know, when you play like, you know, the, the NFC North, I mean, we played them once every four years. So like, and I understood that, but like we had such blinders on when you're in New England that you, you know, you're all right, 56, he's going to be the mic, who are, you know? So names and, and, and those types of things uh, have been, you know, kind of the, the toughest and, you know, the stats, I'm not a big stat guy, you know, I, I, and so you got to line up these stats right away. But uh, I'm working on it. I'm giving it my all and uh, I'm enjoying it while I'm doing all that. So it's fun. Next question, Nora Princiati, followed by Phil Perry. Hey, Julian, thank you for doing this. Um, and congratulations, it seems like things are going well. Uh, so my question is obviously like you made, you know, a home in, in Foxborough and in New England for so long. And there's obviously a bunch of holdovers from when you did that, but there's also a lot of guys even beyond, you know, Tom and Gronk who've gone other places like Flo's in Miami, Joe Judge is in New York. There's guys like Nick Rosario, obviously a bunch of players. Yeah. When you come back or think about coming back, do you feel like you're, is it like a full sort of homecoming or does it feel a little bit unrecognizable in certain ways just because the amount of turnover? Uh, you know, as Coach Belichick would always say, <laughs> there's turnover on every single team. So, uh, yeah, it's still going to feel like home because – you know, that's, that's where I, that's where I lived and, and that's where I live. And, and that's, you know, there's still bills still there, slate still there, uh, you know, and that's part of the game, but it's also the atmosphere and, and the energy you feel going into Gillette and, and that's going to feel like home. And, you know, yeah, it, it, it would have been cool, you know, to see all those guys, but I mean, none of those, it's, that's just how it goes. This is, this is National Football League, and you get kind of calloused to, to that feeling uh, the more years you play in one team, you know, like by the time I was 
you know, last year, I mean, we had like five guys. I was the second oldest guy in the team. You're like, what's going on here? You know, who is that? No, <laughs> you know, so it's, it's been tough. It's, it's, it's going to be, it's going to, there's guys there that'll make it make up for everyone else. Is it at all interesting to sort of see the team embarking on something kind of new? Like you got, you know, a young quarterback and just a lot of change. And is it fascinating just to kind of watch it all play out? It's exciting because right when I got drafted in 2009, like that was almost like the end of the era of the dynasty teams, you know, the, the Teddy Brewskis, the Rodney Harrisons, Kevin Falk, Troy Browns, like, and then for like a few years, we kept on hearing about them and how this, and then we went on to do our thing. Now it's, it's going to be exciting to see the future because, you know, they're going through the same things that I had to go through. And, you know, you always, you're going to be part of it, you know, regardless, because we'll always have a history here. This is always be, you know, my home. I, I've never played anywhere else. So, you know, I'm so excited for these young guys. Cause I, I, I still keep relationships with certain guys and, and, you know, and, and have come in contact with other guys and, you know, just to kind of, let them know, hey, we all have felt like how you have felt. A lot of those guys that you're in there right now, I've felt that. Just kind of, you know, follow the way. And, and, and it, your own way will also happen, and you guys will develop your own. So it's, it'll be fun to see how this, uh, this, like, little garden grows, and we'll see. You know, I'm, I'm, it'll be fun. Cool. Thank you. Next yeah. question, Phil Perry. Hey, Julian, first of all, thanks for acknowledging the absolute grind it is talking about or maybe even writing about football on a daily basis. So appreciate that, first and foremost. Hey, appreciate you now. Appreciate I'm you. sure I'm sure you do. I'm sure you do. Uh, I wanted to ask you about you. It's actually kind of building off your last answer there where you're talking about some of the younger guys and, and how they have to maybe um, eventually find their way and kind of follow at first. Is that hard, do you think, for Mac? I would imagine it's hard for Mac playing the position that he plays to be a, a follower to start. And maybe what kind of advice would you give to him as he's in this really key role, uh, but so early, obviously, in his career? Um, you know, just the advice I would give him is just worry about what you got on your plate right now. And, and really put on the blinders. And I know it's harder for this generation and younger guys. And it started with my generation to kind of like not read the clippings and all that, but like they're in an environment where it'll help where like, Hey, you have, they'll, they'll keep him busy. And, and he just from the jump looks like a poise, calm, cool, collect kid where, you know, regardless of what he turns into, at this point right now, he, he's, he's, he's looks, looks like he's doing all right. You know what I mean? So I'm not, a, I'm not much of a guy that's like, Hey, this is what you need to do. I'm, I'm more of a guy like, Hey, just literally do everything that they ask you to do and put in a little more time and just see where it takes you. Because if you're a baller, you're going to make plays, you know, if the, these guys have all played at a very high level for a long time. And, and that's just how it goes. There's going to be a next generation. Take pride in trying, trying to be that next generation. 
you know, because it's it's an unbelievable thing to go out in Northeast Ohio, or nor, uh, the Northeast, what were you thinking about Kent State? Northeast, like Boston, New England, and play for like the history of these fans and this area, like it's a fun town to win in. And you, know, you want other people to experience that. Thanks, Julian. Yeah. Julian, my apologies for the length of this. I have two more to go. Um, I think I'm already 10 minutes over what I told you this was gonna be, <laughs> but uh, we've got two final questions. We'll go Steve Sanchez and Arnav Sharma. Hey, Jules, how are you? What's up, uh, Steve? Uh, so I got to ask you, what has Bill Belichick meant to you? And how does it feel retiring as a Patriot? Well, first off, uh, retiring as a Patriot was, you know, it's like a dream. I always loved the guys that played on one team. And, you know, for a, a football player to, to have an entire career, in uh in on one team one franchise like that i feel like it's a pretty cool thing you know and uh you know that that was a dream of mine honestly and you know i have a crazy amount of respect for coach belichick i love the guy yeah he was he may have been hard to play for and and you know we all know coach bill but like he ultimately was the guy that gave help, you know, gave me an opportunity to go out and, and, and fulfill a dream of mine. And, uh, you know, I've learned so much on how to, to prepare from him, prepare for him and, and just the, the consistent grind and relentlessness and like lack of complacency um, was great for me as a young adult just to be around to bring to my whole life. You know, and I, you know, you feel that with other guys as well, but uh, you know, with him, uh, the way he thinks and and the way he calculates and literally, you know, it's been a blessing to get to go to that. I I, I love that coaching style. You know what I mean? That was something that I was used to growing up. You know what I mean? So you know, I, I love coaching. Um, you know, I appreciate him for everything he's done for me. Thanks, Jules. Last question, Arnav Sharma. Hey, Julian. Uh, loving the shirt, by the way. Thanks. Thanks. This um, is a crazy website, like je11.com. They sell this awesome shirt, certified legend. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's pretty cool. Um, so I have a quick two-parter. Um, first of all, I think one of the things that stood out about your game was your ability to release off the line, um, especially as a smaller statured receiver, as you talked about. So when you're lined up against a corner and press man, what's kind of going through your head and what's the thought process on how to get off the line? Thought process is how many safeties do I have? Uh, is it a corner? What's the matchup? Is it, a, it could be an outside linebacker. What coverage could we potentially have? Then once I determine that through, you know, tendency reports and the scouting reports, then you kind of have an idea of what he's trying to protect over the years. You know, if it's this coverage, he's trying to do this. If it's that coverage, he's trying to do that. So then, then you go in and after playing in, you know, the same scheme for a long time, you can get creative with it. So you may, you know, attack a certain area that he's trying to protect. And 
you know, that, that's, that was how I, I progressed or processed uh, line of scrimmage play, like at the line of scrimmage. Makes sense. And then part two, this is quicker. Um, I know you're, you know, kind of becoming a big deal as the as an NFL analyst and all, but uh, a lot of people are wondering, are we going to get another burger time? Oh, oh, I mean, we're only doing one day with, uh, you know, inside the NFL. We have a lot of content coming up and there will potentially maybe most likely be a burger time here coming. So I don't know. Maybe we'll see. Appreciate it. I'm looking forward to answer the question. What, what? Julian, thank you very much for your time. Really Definitely. appreciate it. You gave thank us you guys. Time. And I appreciate you guys all over the years. Uh, you know, and, and wasn't always the easiest guy to handle. I understand that, but it, that comes from a genuine place of like, literally just keeping everything on my plate and trying to stay in order if you know it was so appreciate you guys and a lot of respect through the first three weeks of my new career um have a lot of respect for you guys and thank you we're looking forward to celebrating your return on sunday julian all right guys that's you too stacy wasn't just talking about